Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Building an Iconic Life, and I have a very special guest for you today. It's Caitlin Young, and one of the reasons I'm really excited to bring her on the show today is because she is the next generation of leaders that is coming up, and whether or not you're a seasoned veteran as an entrepreneur, whether you're just starting out, I want you to take a listen to this episode because I promise you it's going to be straight fire. Welcome to Build an Iconic Life Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Whitehead, and this podcast is dedicated to help you build a life with zero regrets by focusing on how you have everything you need to stand up, stand out, and live life on your terms. Let's dive right in. Hey, Caitlin, how you doing? Doing great. Thank you for having me on, Chris. Yeah, it's great to have you on. So everybody, just so you know, Caitlin is uh, owns a business called Social Media Doctor, and she focuses on social media management for large brands. Her mission is to help others step into their true identity and become the person God calls them to be. So, you know, that's a heck of a mission statement, Caitlin. What what was the reasoning behind that becoming your mission? Tell us a little bit about your story. Um, I've kind of been on this like life mission of finding that mission, right? Like it's been a work in progress. And, you know, from joining different masterminds and um, learning from some pretty high leaders. And then, um, you know, last February, um, there was a specific event where I basically gave everything I had and I got to speak to this dude named Chris Whitehead. And, <laughs> you know, basically what happened was I had a real conversation with him and, you know, he like talked to me about some real stuff. Like, you know, if you want to be out in this world, you know, you got to look the part, you got to, you know, do all these things. And, um, you know, really helped me tune into, you know, I could do something with my life that was meaningful and I didn't need to just be another employee, um, you know? And so it led up to an event in February where I had that moment during a breathing exercise where it just hit me, you know, that my mission was surrounding myself with people that were raw and real within, helping people step into raw and real within. And how that correlates to social media is there's so many different social media brands out there that are just the motivational quote here, the, you know, call to action there, and there's no real representation of their authentic selves, right? Brands can't really be who they are. And so social media doctor started by accident. Like I was, people would ask me if I did social media, you know, and then I was like, you know, there's this need out there for people to have someone that represents them, um, not just as a brand, but as like, their real selves. And so that's how we started. And it's just kind of taken off since. So, uh, you know, you just said a whole lot in, in a short amount of time. And I want to try to remember some of what you said um, and how it can be relevant to other people. Um, number one, how old are you right now? 26. 26. Okay. And when you were working at your job, doesn't matter what it is, but when you were working at your job, what was it inside of you that made you want to jump outside and join masterminds? I mean, that's a huge leap for a lot of people 
what was it that was building inside of you that made you want to do that? So back three and a half years ago, when I was trying to take my life, um, I basically came to a moment inside of a mental institute that I kept putting myself back into. Uh, and I didn't know why I was because I wanted to be dead. I had a God moment where um, I realized that if I wasn't supposed to be here, that God wouldn't have me still be alive, right? Like I would still not be here. And so that put me on a mission to find out what that purpose was. What was the reason why I was still here? Why did I have value? And I came to the conclusion that God had big plans for me and it was my job to find out what those were. And so I went on this kind of crusade of, um, I stopped working you know, in a big management role at a factory and worked at Walmart so that way I could work on myself a bit because at that time I was 345 pounds. So I was really heavy. Um, I'm still heavy now, but nothing like I was. Um, and so I took a year to get my mental health and my physical health, you know, under control. So that way I could go after that mission. And, um, you know, so I started to do the work and, um, you know, I decided last year that Walmart wasn't where I was called to be. That's not where my purpose is. So I decided to take a leap into another position, right? That was more of a self-employment position. And that led to the mastermind. So the thing that got me there to short and sweet is that I kept taking chances on myself. I yeah. kept taking that leap into, okay, I know I'm worth more than just Walmart. Okay. I'm know I'm worth more than just, you know, insurance, whatever it was that there was so many, so much more that I knew I was called for. And so by taking those leaps, when, you know, my intuition told me to, um, it led me to where I am now. So that's really number one. It's part of why you're on this show. It's, you know, building an iconic life. And I don't want anybody to miss what she just said. She kept taking chances on herself. I'm Caitlin. I'm not quite twice your age, but you know, I'm a little bit older than you. And, uh, all I've done for the last 30 years of my life is constantly take chances on myself and it doesn't ever get easier. Uh, the chances have bigger consequences on the end of them now for me than they did when I was younger. So, you know, internally, it's just as hard to take a chance now on me because I have more to lose. But at the same time, like you, my gut tells me, my heart tells me when I'm shrinking from who I should be. And as scary as that is, mm -hmm. I realize that that's a mission that I'll be on for the rest of my life. And when I, like you, started reaching out to find like-minded people, the goal was to learn how to do it at a higher level. What I learned, and I want to hear your input on this, what I learned is that who I'm aligned with, even inside of larger networking groups, matters way more than even the information that's being shared. Um, you know, there are a lot of people out there that share really good information, but they don't necessarily have the greatest intentions behind it or the purest intentions behind it. And 
if you fall into new information that you've never used with a maestro who doesn't have your best intentions at heart, even though the information is right, it can still lead to bad results. And I think everybody's smart enough to figure that out. Oh, mm -hmm. but the problem yeah. is along yeah. the way you can get yourself in a lot of trouble. So what I'm, what I'm curious about for you, especially like younger people that are, you know, younger people are on social media. Now they're online all the time and they're gathering information at a much faster rate than us older people, uh, just because it's, it's a format that you're used to navigating. Um, which means that more people are wanting to connect. My question is, as you came out and you started experiencing these masterminds, tell people the emotional process that you went through. Cause you've been doing this now for a couple of years, right? Yes. So I've been in it for a year and well, just over a year actually. Okay. So <laughs> um, about a year. I've been in this process. So in that year's time, tell, um, so tell people emotionally what you've gone through and how that could help them the most to make the best decisions when they take a leap of faith like you have. For sure. So being a trusting person, um, I would jump too easy sometimes where I would, you know, trust with I wasn't listening to my heart a lot of times. We get, you know, in when you first join a mastermind, it's like, woo, yeah, yeah, right? You get into that like mode of this is going to be, you know, the best thing ever, you know, tattoo on your face kind of thing, you know, and um you get really drawn into it that you lose your almost values at sometimes. Um, you know, and then there's times that, you know, you jump into it and it's, you know, completely on point. But in that process of navigating, you know, navigating who you are and finding yourself, because for me, I wasn't in who I was called to be when I first joined my first mastermind. I was trying to find that person. So I was jumping on every boat going, oh, my gosh, this is the best thing ever. Right. And uh, so my emotions were constantly like, you know, really pumped up and then going, oh, my gosh, I'm totally in the wrong spot, you know. And so it's like an emotional roller coaster of, OK, who am I and what am I actually doing? And, uh, you know, as I started to get clear, you know, through some trainings that, you know, on activating my purpose and different, you know, trainings that I would get out of the masterminds because there's always value. Um my emotions started to get more steady, you know, like I was easy. It was easier to tell, okay, this is where I'm supposed to go. This group of people or whatever is not there. So I would start to make strategic moves, right. Of, mm -hmm. you know, staying in alignment with the right people and grabbing, you know, the people that I thought were in alignment with me. And I started pouring value into them. And so over time, you know, the right people stay around and you'll find that niche. And once you get there, you'll know because, um, you know, you'll be able to ball your eyes out to them and they'll just accept you. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's a very different feeling. But, you know, like back to your question, you know, when someone joins a mastermind and stuff, what you need to look for are what are their core values and do they align with you? 
you know, that's the first thing. And that's a step I skipped, um, you know, when I first joined, because, you know, as a young person, you just want to fit in, right? That's like the thing, you know, especially being young and stuff, you were like, for me anyway, I was like, I need to just fit in. I need to be a chameleon. But actually, that does not work. You need to be able to stand out, be you, be strong, and um, find people that align with you, not you align with them so much as they aligning with you. Yeah, and that's that's part of the idea for me anyway, uh, you know, how we built the brand, how we built our mastermind, the people that we attract. Um, my goal is to help other people become iconic. And the bottom line behind iconic is that everyone has those seeds inside of them. There's nothing you need to add. We just need to allow it to grow because you're a meaningful specific on earth. Like uh, no one's ever going to be born like you again. I promise that. And wouldn't it be a tragedy if you never become who you're actually supposed to become? And you and I both know a lot of people that, you know, divert from that path. And it's easy for you and I to divert from that path. But when you gather together with other like-minded individuals, we not only hold each other accountable, we not only motivate each other, but the ideas that we share actually uncover at a much faster rate things that we couldn't do on our own. And for you, just so people can get to know you a little bit better, tell me what it looks like for you to have an iconic life. What does that look like, taste like? Yeah. So for me, um, it's a work in progress right now, but my iconic life is being able to help others step into who they're supposed to be, right? Like getting clear on who God made them to be, getting clear on, you know, who, you know, getting raw and real with themselves to get there, you know, being able to pull themselves out of what the world tells them what they are. You know, because it's so easy, especially in this world, to be that chameleon, right? To just, you know, disappear, become part of the crowd. And I want to show people that it's okay to be the crazy dancing person on TikTok or, you know, to have crazy dogs running around and, you know, be whoever you are and to be proud of it. Because just because someone might tell you that that's wrong um, doesn't mean it is, you know? The thing is, is you need to enjoy life and be able to bring glory to God's name through you and be able to help others step into that as well. I, I think that each person in their own unique way is called to help others, you know, whether they notice that or not. And so being able to help others realize that is just something that lights me up more than anything. Yeah, you and I are in agreement on that. Um you know, once I started to catch on to my purpose in life, uh, one of the biggest thrills is watching other people light that fire for themselves and watching it start to grow. And you, there's no controlling that fire. It, you have to allow it to go where it's supposed to go. Um, and that kind of led to, you know, an idea. And I share this out a lot. Uh, my hashtag or my, uh, my moniker is see you in the trenches. And the reason being is so many people want to fly out of the trenches. So many people want to rise above. So many people want to get themselves to a place where I guess they magically think there aren't going to be any more problems to life. And 
I think that that starts to change <laughs> the mindset a little bit because you start to get frustrated when problems happen. Well, the truth is, is the more that you do, the more disturbance you create, the more potentiality for issues. And if we're stuck in those trenches and we know we're going to be there for the rest of our lives, then we accept it for what it is. And we stand up and become the shining examples that others need to be and also encourage them to do the same. So with that being said, tell us about one or two of your in the trenches moments that was life defining for you that might be relatable to someone listening to this show so that it could encourage them to stand up or to reach out whichever, you know, stage they are in, in life. One of the most defining moments, there's two of them for sure. Um, the first one was when I had laid out my plan to end my life, right? I was deciding I was done because I had spent my whole life pretending, right? I was pretending to be someone I wasn't, all because of an event when I was six. And uh, I had this thought in my head that I was worth less than the rest of my siblings. I was not worth anything to them. And so I lived a fake life from six years old to, you know, 22. And, um, you know, I had enough one day and I was at my most heaviest. I was depressed. I was, you know, everything just was falling apart. And I had, you know, basically I wrote the notes to my parents and to everyone. I had, you know, said goodbye to them in person, even though they didn't realize it at Avengers Endgame um, when we went to see it in the theaters. And uh, I also basically had the pills ready to take, you know, and I had my whole plan. And bless Scott's heart, my husband, he noticed that I was almost too happy that morning. And, um, you know, like I was just joyful. And the reason that was, was because I was so excited to be done. I was so excited to be done with life, done with everything, because I was just suffering. And so I was just, you know, at that point, Scott noticed and he's like, what's really going on? What is really going on here? And in that moment, I felt God's hand just be like, it's okay to tell him. And in that moment, I just burst out crying and let him know, look, I, I don't know who I am. I have no idea. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I you know, if, at least if I'm dead, you can have my insurance money and make it through blah, blah, blah. And he just held me. He didn't judge me. He didn't, you know, any of that. He just held me. And then obviously he admitted me to Pine Rest because I needed help. After faking it four times in and out of Pine Rest after that, like I said, I had that moment where I realized I was putting myself back in and I was like, why am I doing that if I didn't want to live? And that was me having that light bulb of, oh, God has me here for a reason. And it's time I lean into that instead of the woe is me victim mentality and the, uh, you know, my life is a lie kind of life. And so that led me to starting that journey and was a pivotal moment. And then the second one was in February, you know, when I realized what that purpose was. You know, Everybody, not everybody, not everybody, 
but a lot of people do a lot of drugs, have a lot of relations, buy things. So, so many, many things that they replace purpose with, you know, and I know because I've done it. But there is something to be said to watch a man or a woman claim who they are as a human being. And only those of us that have been brave enough to go through it ourselves can be energetically aware, number one, that it's coming for someone else, and number two, once that dam has broken in somebody. And I've watched you do that, and I've, I've watched you struggle, like all of us. But you don't make excuses for yourself. And when you do, you're very quick to control it and to correct it. And the real work that you're doing, and I'm not talking about the work to make money. You're doing that and you're doing fine. I'm not talking about the work to, you know, build friendships. You're doing that. But the inner work that you're willing to do, that raw and real that you talk about, it's magical to watch somebody take themselves on. Because most people would rather externalize everything and fight external enemies than really take a sit down and sit still and allow the truth to start to bubble out of them. It's fear and it's the ego dissipating. And I'm really proud that you've taken, you know, that step. I'm sorry that you had to go through so much shit in order to get there. But what I've noticed in people is if they don't quit on themselves, your greatest struggle will eventually become your greatest strategy. You literally have that to share with the world for a very specific ear. And since there are billions of people in the world, there are quite a few that will be, you know, related, will relate to what you're saying. And I just want to encourage you, Caitlin, to keep going, you know, we support you, our team supports you, and you have so much time. And people discount what they can do in a decade. They really, really do. But the fact that you've drilled down to center, that you found who and what you stand for, you're going to look back 10 years from now and you're going to see the fruits of that labor coming together and it seems magical it's not you put that energy and you put that intention out into the universe and as long as you tend that soil and keep the weeds out it's going to grow a beautiful garden the exact one that you want to grow so with that being said i think this is a good place to stop where where can people find you if they want to know more about who you are i'm on social media everywhere obviously because uh social media doctor you can always message me on facebook you can go to socialmediadoctorllc.com i'm always available to listen to um someone and uh provide value because that's what it's about you know is giving that value to others and helping them grow and seeing them flourish as well so if you had one final thing that you could leave with the people that are listening to this what would it be I would say if you are struggling to take a chance on you, or if you're not sure who you are, get in the right rooms. Even if 
you don't think you belong there yet, that's imposter syndrome. Let that go. Get in the right rooms. Get with the right groups. I know for experience, if I would not have invested that time to get in the right people's corner, I would not be as far as I am in such a short time. You got to remember, I went from Walmart employee this, like to business owner in less than a year. And to be able to do that took me surrounding myself with people I'm aligned with. You're truly on the pathway to becoming iconic and it's shining brighter and brighter, Caitlin. I really appreciate you investing some time with you know my audience and loving on them a little bit. I hope you have a beautiful day. You too. Thank you so much for having me on, Chris. Take care, everybody. Hey friend, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, please leave a review and subscribe to catch future casts. If you really enjoyed this episode, make sure you share it so others can benefit from it as well. I'll see you in the trenches.